0: Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. Your host is Travis Twineman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to begin each day in a psalm. The book of Psalms plays a crucial and unique role in the life of a disciple. Because a psalm helps us express with Jesus whatever emotion we are feeling. As we begin a chat with him in the morning and continue that conversation with Him throughout the rest of the day.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and it is Thursday morning. So happy Thursday morning. For those of you that are new with us this week, we will not be releasing a daily podcast on Friday or Saturday. So just do with Jesus what we have been doing the last few days, the last few weeks, the last year, and then of course on Sunday, tune in inlandvineyard.org, 9-15-11-15, and then we will be back together on Monday to spend the morning with Jesus, to spend the day with Jesus, to spend the week with Jesus. So happy Thursday morning, and uh, turn in your Bibles to Psalm 23, the title of yesterday and today's podcast is The Best Psalm. And again, some of you may not like that title, The Best Psalm. Well, some psalms are better than others, and I would say that Psalm 23 is the best psalm. (laughs) Psalm 23 stands out among the best psalms, and it is clearly the most prayed, the most commented on, the most powerful, at least in the life of um, the believer throughout Jewish history and Christian history. I think you could make a pretty cogent argument that Psalm 23 is the best psalm. But if you don't like the title, just call this podcast a great psalm or the greatest psalm or whatever. Anyway, I had such a wonderful time with Jesus yesterday morning just reading and going over the 23rd psalm. Uh it was it was powerful. It was it was deep, it was profound, it was it was fun. It really was. We read verse one, two, and three. We're doing things a little bit differently today and yesterday. I'm not going to focus on one emotion like I have the last couple of weeks, nor am I going to focus on one question like I have the last year. We're just going to wade into this Psalm. We're going to let it take us where we want to go, where it took Jesus, where it's taken so many saints throughout the history of the church. So let's just go there. Just a quick review. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul and he guides me along right paths for his name's sake. So we lack nothing. That's really the truth. When we're being cared for by the Lord who is our shepherd, we lack nothing. Let's let that soak in, that truth soak in. The enemy's trying to do everything he can to keep that truth from soaking in. Let's just let it soak in. And we lack nothing even, verse four, even though I walk through the darkest valley. And obviously this has been our experience this last year. Right? This season has been a dark valley, and maybe we could think for a moment how it has been a dark valley. Maybe we could ponder that with Jesus. Has it been loss? Has it been fear? Has it been death? Has it been lack of clarity? Has it been loneliness, isolation, confusion? I mean, what has it been? Let's just tell Jesus that. What does this dark valley look like? You know, and, and maybe let's ponder the emotions that, that have come with this dark, difficult season because Jesus wants us to do that. He wants us to come to him in the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is really, really good because we always are a little bit good, a little bit bad, and a little bit ugly. And and, and God wants us to come to him with all of that. And notice the rhythm of this psalm. It goes from green pastures and quiet waters and refreshment to boom, a dark valley. Good times to bad times, right? Consolation, pleasure to desolation and pain. It's like ecstasy and then agony. It's mountain peaks and then deep, dark valleys. But that's the pattern. That's the cross-resurrection pattern. That's the pattern of this broken world until Jesus returns. So we, we must, you know, we, we, and we must know that we uh, lack nothing even in the midst of these dark times. I think that's what this psalm wants us to, to believe, It's easy to believe, oh, I lack nothing when everything's great. But the psalmist is saying, no, 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 we lack nothing because of the shepherd. Even in these dark times, even when we think we lack everything, we lack nothing. And the reason why we must get this truth is because there's always going to be darkness. There's always going to be dark times. And we don't want to be afraid that another dark time is going to come around the corner because honestly, it is. Yet we lack nothing because of our shepherd. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've thought a number of different times, you know, well, if just this one thing was better in my life, if this was just better, everything would be great. But then this, whatever this is, gets better and another thing pops up. You know, this is just going to be part of walking with Jesus and what it's all about, discovering that we lack nothing in dark times. And I, I don't think we can actually know this unless we've walked with Jesus through a number of dark times. And by the way, I was going to say incidentally, but it's not incidental. It's important. By the way, the same is true with other relationships. I mean, name the relationship. Whatever relationship is in your mind or your heart right now, just name it. You can't really know that person, and they can't really know you. And you can't really have a strong relationship with that person unless there have been a few dark valleys or maybe more than a few. Unless we've run into a wall with that person and we've not wanted to love, but we've chosen to love anyway, because that's the key to a great relationship. When we don't want to love because it's a dark valley, but we choose to love, that's the key to a great relationship. And when it happens again and again, that's the key to an incredibly great relationship. And that's exactly what this Psalm is saying. And then it says, um, I will fear no evil End of verse four. I will fear no evil because the evil one's always there. And why do we fear no evil? Well, the psalmist continues in verse four, because you are with me. Which brings us back to the beginning of this psalm. Our shepherd is with us. We lack nothing. He's with us. He's never gonna leave us. So we don't have to fear any evil because he's with us. It's not like we don't fear evil because we're so great or so strong or so faithful or consistent or charismatic or whatever. We don't need to fear evil or the evil one because the shepherd is with us. He will never leave us. And he will never forsake us. Yet at the same time, sometimes we need his rod and his staff. Verse 4 continues, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, the shepherd used the rod and the staff to keep the sheep out of danger. Right? And sometimes it was a, a, a lightly touching or maybe more than lightly touching that sheep to get them back to where they were safe and not in danger. The rod and the staff, which may sometimes feel painful, but it's ultimately love because maybe you can think, I know I can think of a thousand times, maybe you can think of a time where you thought that the road that you were on was good, but in the end, it was death. You know, it, it, it may not always feel like comfort at the time when God uses the rod and the staff, but it's always under love. Sometimes God does need to take a course that seems against us to show us how for us he is. The shepherd is willing to do that. So, whatever the darkness is, whoever the enemy is, the psalmist continues verse 5 You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He'll prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemy. That's such a beautiful line. (laughs) And the reason why it's beautiful is because if he doesn't prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemy, we will never be able to eat because there's always going to be an enemy, always. There's always going to be an enemy. And God says, yeah, but I'm going to bring you goodness and mercy even in the presence of that enemy. So this morning, let's let God prepare his table, his provision, even in the midst of the enemy, whatever the, the enemy is. Maybe it's fear or doubt or loss or whatever it might be. God is preparing a table for us and we... We get to take that in and we get to meditate on that this morning. And then, you know, surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life. I get to dwell in your house, in your presence forever and ever and ever. I mean, we've heard, you know, these lines, but let's hear them fresh today. Let's receive God's goodness and his love. Let's dwell in his presence and let's walk with him, you know, now and forever. I mean, this is the the best psalm you know, and and let's let this Psalm be an announcement to us, right? The water that we drink, the living water, the, the bread that is Christ that we eat. And it's been that for thousands of years for so many saints during so many dark valleys announcing God is good. We lack nothing. And as we meditate and pray this Psalm, we actually begin to believe what this Psalm says and it changes everything. So, read it meditate on it enjoy jesus today and enjoy jesus throughout the day and over this
0: weekend and we will talk on monday thanks for listening to the together on mission podcast we hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today if you had any questions about the inland video church our ministries or our sunday services feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like facebook and instagram or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.